0: Okay, so now we've got uh, Alan Stevens going to talk to us about online Zoom etiquette. Take yeah. it away, Alan. Thank you very much. Recently, being in a lot of different uh, networking groups online with a lot of different people, I've noticed a lot of things and there have been a few articles on places like LinkedIn talking about you know, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable and what bosses should put up with from you know, when their staff are working from home and everything else. And... Some of the issues that we have are just people not thinking and others where equipment's not playing the right game. One of the things that I found, I'll just go through, I've got a few points and I'll just go through those one at a time, but just remember that regardless of whether you're at work in the workplace or you're working from home, in that moment you're at work and perceptions are quite important. I saw an article the other day where everyone's talking about, oh, they should be able to turn the screen off when you're on a Zoom call. You know, it could be having a bad hair day and things like that. If you've got a reason, and I'll bring that one up very quickly, and that Angelica showed me the other day, she's got a skin condition. And yes, having that on screen, she feels self-conscious. Yeah, you know, that's okay. But it's a case of letting people know. If you can't put your screen on, it's not working or something like that. Because the people who are watching, if they can't see you, they can't trust you. That's the feeling they have. If you look at your LinkedIn profiles, and how many LinkedIn profiles to start with, don't have an image. They just have that ghastly gray uh, face uh, shape. Um, and the problem is people don't check their settings because some people I've seen have got a beautiful background and the gray face. They've got their settings set up for only level ones can see them. They're not attracting people because people look at the profile. If they can't see you, they don't trust you. And on screen's the same thing. When you've got a lot of people on screen, everyone's looking around, looking at the names and everything else, looking at the faces, listen to the, hear them talk. And their image is so much part of your um, credibility. It's the perception. Some people say, oh yeah, but I'm having a bad hair day. Well, if you're at work, you'd still have a, have a bad hair day, but people would see it. It's no different when you're on Zoom. You know, you probably have more time to uh, to work on that if that's the case, because you're not traveling to work. But the whole thing is making sure that you've got an image, you know, I've had a bit of trouble with, um, as you've seen me today, I've been going very light and then almost disappearing into the light. No, it's not my time. Thank you very much. Don't call me. That's um, the sun moving around here and it gets brighter and I almost disappear into a, a white blur. So making sure that your cameras and everything else is set up. At the moment, usually I, I'm on uh, long calls, I'll close my curtains and I have a light on. So it's constant and I forgot the picture so people can see me clearly. If you're uh, on screen, don't put yourself down here. You're not Kilroy. People want to see you. Your eyes should be in the top half of the the screen. If you're somebody right down the bottom, people again, got all this background up the top and nothing, your face is down here. People can't connect with you because as I said, everything is perceptions. Things like uh, when you come in, mute your microphones as well. The larger the group, the more important it is to mic- mute your microphones because as we know, noises outside, you know, notifications on a devices and everything else. And if somebody's talking, all you hear is ping, ping, ping all over the place. That becomes disconcerting. And everybody knows who it is because when that noise is made, as you see around me at the moment, there's a, um, a yellow square, the, the frame. Well, when you make a noise, the yellow frame goes around you, or at least a yellow line underneath you. So everyone knows where the noise is coming from. So it's always advisable to mute your screen. When I've had mine open, I've been talking to people, if I feel I'm gonna sneeze, the first thing I do is hit the mute. And then I might turn the camera off if I'm going to blow my nose. I don't want everyone watching that, but then I'll turn it back on again because I want people to be able to see me because then they can trust me. And I wanna be able to see them. Zoom do it very well that if you don't have your image showing, they put you right down the, the end. If there's over 48 people on screen, then those people are off screen. But I quite often flip through to see how many people turned up to the meeting. Now, as, you know, as Jason said, because he's recording this, there was an excuse there for people to turn the camera off if they didn't want their, their face to be seen on the recording. If that statement is not made and somebody is talking, don't turn your camera off because you're virtually telling them you're not listening. And they're talking to, if all you can see is names or photographs, they feel like they're not talking to you, And you're not, if you are listening, you're not going to get the best from them because they're self-conscious. They think, oh, nobody's listening to me. And while they're thinking that, they're not giving their best to you. I hope this is making sense. Your names, for instance, a lot of people just put their first name in. Put your whole name. Because if for some reason they don't save the, um, uh, the chat or they've come in late, they won't have seen your details if you put them in earlier. But if they see your name, they hear you speaking, and they go, oh, I'd like to talk, uh, to connect, say, with Fred. If any has got, got Fred there and he's got his company, you know, the virtual CMO, how do I find him? But he's got Fred Gillen, so I can then go and find him on LinkedIn. And because I can see his face, I can see his face on Zoom, and I know I've got the right Fred Gillen, and I can make that uh, connection. And so this is important to do. You know, to have your details in there. You will notice with mine, I've got my name. I've also got the title of what I do. You now, if it was if I had a different business name, you know, it wasn't using my um, my name as my website. I might have the website up there. But something that tells people who you are and how to find you is quite important. The um, the other thing too is and um, uh, check your microphones, because one of the things. I run some other programs and I'll have my microphone set up properly. And this has really annoyed me when I've been doing uh, interviews with people and we do a great interview on the campfire project. They've told me their life stories and everything else. And I play it back later on. And my voice is booming over theirs and breaking up because it went to full volume. Sometimes your equipment readjusts. I've got an editing program. When I open that up, if I'm not careful, and don't go back and check Zoom, it's taken it from where I have my setting and whacked it full volume. And so when I speak into a group, everybody else is talking like this, and I'm going like this over the top of them, and it can be a little problem. Um, Phil found out the other day, I sent him a, a private message on the call, and said, hey, check your microphone. He wasn't aware of it, but I know he's thankful for me pointing it out because people weren't listening to him when his volume was really high because all they heard was that. But be able to hear his story and know the great service he offers. I thought he needed to know that his volume was coming through too far, too high on the on the microphone. That again is another example of uh, network building, helping the people around you. So let people know when you use the message message um, uh, the chat box. If you've got a message for someone, don't put the ampersand and then their name. Direct message them, unless the person who's running it's only got it set up for everybody. Now, if you can see their name, send them the direct message. Message to, to thank somebody about what they've done. You know, there might be a, a good news story, so to speak. Of, you know, um, Deborah gave me this great uh, connection the other day. Yes, I'll put that for everyone to see because they know then that Deborah is doing things for people, that she's somebody that they might it might be advisable for them to connect to. But if I'm sending my um, calendar through, to, and to I'll just send a direct message. So know when to use the, that and always save the chat at the end and it will put it, the, the chat into the system for you. So that's pretty much the uh, the basis of what I wanted to get across today. There's quite a few things there. Just remember that when you uh, come into a chat room, you won't, if you put anything in the chat box, only the people in that room will see it. So if you want to share your details with everybody, save it for the main room. And now the person who's running the show should actually say to people, look, when you go off to your rooms, if you're sharing information, reshare it when you come back to the main room so everybody can find out who you are. Because the whole thing is, you know, Jason is so keen on letting everybody get to know each other and build their networks because the more that they build their networks and they're successful, be connected as successful as well. Because the network's only successful by the people who are in it and the network building that they're able to do. That's me in a nutshell. Beautiful. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Alan. Really appreciate that.